Well, hello there, top teachers. We are your hosts, Bridget Spackman. And Michelle Emerson. And we are here to make your life easier by helping you master your time, organization, and productivity as a teacher. We've talked a lot about routines on this podcast, and we've shared morning routines, evening routines, and even some lesson planning routines. But today, we're going to take it a step further and share the best monthly routine to stay on track. But first, let's start with a TSH or time-sucking hurdle from a top teacher. This top teacher says, I always start the year off doing so good. I'm on my game with my lesson plans and evaluations and grades, but for some reason at midterm break, I just can't seem to get back on track with everything. I always find myself struggling to finish a lesson plan, grade students work, and submit grades on time. Yeah, top teacher, I think a lot of other teachers out there feel the exact same way. It's almost like when you get like so deep into the motions of how everything, like everything that's going on, you start to get overwhelmed, you get a little bit off track. And so my biggest recommendation is to just have a complete reset of everything. And this is where I take a total day where I just look at my calendar, I look at my lessons, and I just try to map out as much as possible. And that gives me a little bit of this kind of restart. It's like the beginning of the year, like a restart to it. Yeah, honestly, this reminds me, I relate everything to fitness, but I I think there are a lot of parallels. When you've been going to the gym for a long time doing the same workout, it eventually gets to the point where your motivation just isn't there. And we've talked a lot about motivation versus discipline. However, there is something to be said about motivation. So I would even say like find something to motivate you. So whether you're going to plan like a really fun lesson that's kind of different than what you would typically do, or you plan a reward for yourself after you get, you know, that week's work graded something just to kind of get you feeling excited again. And then there are those monotonous things that you do have to just do and they aren't fun after a while. But something I've been telling myself lately is to just go into autopilot mode. And so it's this whole like, you know what to do, you know how to do it, just get it done. And then you'll be so much happier later after it's done. And for me, like just getting through it, it's the hard part. And then you're like, oh, okay, that wasn't that bad. And now it's done and I feel much better. <laughs> yeah. I kind of also think while you were like talking through some of these things, you remember back when I felt like I would just get really, really overwhelmed and the moments when I would sit down and I would just create a list of everything that I had going on in mm-hmm. life that I needed to really focus on. I felt like that grounded me and that allowed me to kind of figure out, okay, well, what's the next step I can take that is not too hard and not too overwhelming, but that will help get me back on track. Yeah. And I feel like when you do that, a lot of times you go, oh, I don't have as much as I was making it seem like in my head. Because when you're going over the same things again and again in your head, sometimes that one thing starts to feel like five things because you've thought about it so many times. And sometimes you're worrying about things that are like, two months away. And you're like, why am I wasting my brain on that right now? (laughs) So true. It is so true. So out of curiosity, Bridget, when is your next (laughs) break? Now, keep in mind, we record these a week ahead of time. So even though you are listening Uh to it, hopefully at the beginning of October, we are recording this on Sunday, September 18th. So we're still pretty fresh in the school year. But when is your next Mm -hmm. break? Michelle, you're going to be shooketh to your core. (laughs) Oh, am I? Yeah. November. Oh, November Thanksgiving. Yeah. 
is my next break. We have like, it's kind of weird at this district. Not that my district is weird. I mean, what they what they do is a little bit different than what I'm used to. Um, but they have like two hour delays starts, like incorporated into their schedule. Mm. So like Monday is our first two hour delayed start. And technically like in the morning for that two hours, we have like professional development, okay. which thankfully this Monday, we don't have any except for like a 30 minute planning to look over our student data from our testing. But then we have, I think, like one or two, I think it's like one a month that we okay. might have like a delayed start. Now those still count as a full day, right? Yeah. 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 Which is nice. And it honestly, is. I'm not that surprised because something about, I don't know if it's the East Coast because it was like this in Maryland too. <laughs> like we never got a fall break. And so no Thanksgiving was always our first break and it was never yeah. even a week. It was like, oh, like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, but like Wednesday, you might even have like PD. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I thought I was going to at least get like a Veterans Day or something. Right. I guess because my old district would always try to have like a day off around Veterans Day. Mm -hmm. Like usually it was like the Friday or the Monday off. Um, No, mm -mm, no, you get Thanksgiving. (laughs) And I don't even get the full week. It's like I get Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. (laughs) Yeah, we would always have, I remember like a Veterans Day, big like assembly and stuff at our school. We'd have visitors and yeah, so we never got that off either. I feel Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, we know a lot of teachers use breaks as opportunities for these like fresh starts, which we kind of mentioned at the beginning. So a lot of us though are missing the opportunity to have a fresh start and kind of reevaluate our goals, see what's going on every single month. Like now you don't have to wait until the beginning of the month to have this. Technically you could do it whenever, but I do think the months are like a really good opportunity for that. So we're going to be sharing the components we believe should be a part of everyone's monthly routine. Bridget, do you want to kick us off? Yeah. So let's get into the very first uh, piece of this. And that's going to be to review your calendar. And this is when you take the opportunity to look at important dates. We're talking non-flexible things that you cannot change, meaning appointments, meetings, events, holidays, etc. This is going to really help you plan week by week and make sure that you don't bite off more than you can chew. So set reminders for things within your calendar. If your kid has a holiday party and you're in charge of like sending in plates, then you need to set a reminder a week ahead of time to make sure that you don't forget that. And we know every single month is going to be different. So when Bridget says, don't bite off more than you can chew, What she means is if you have a really busy month coming up with a lot of events, maybe a lot of holidays, I feel like December is like this, right? Like, oh, it's so bad. No one gets anything done in December besides Christmas related things, which is fine. I'm here for give me all things gingerbread, but I'm not going to plan some big project in, you know, my personal life or my school life or business, whatever during that month, because then I'm kind of setting myself up for failure. So I feel like this first component of reviewing your calendar is going to allow you to be realistic. And that's going to bring us to point number two. But first, we're going to take a quick break and then we will jump into the second monthly routine component. Bridget, it's October and that means it's spooky season. Do you know what's super scary? 
Yeah, walking through a haunted house and something brushes against your ankle. (laughs) Well, yeah, that too. But also, (laughs) this is your last chance to grab our 2022-2023 digital teacher planners before they're gone forever. Oh, that is scary. Where can everyone grab one before they disappear into the night? (laughs) Or at least disappear from the internet, right? You can grab one on our website at teachingonthedouble.com slash store, along with our digital stickers and new planner inserts that can be used again and again in any digital planner. So what you're saying is that teachers should trick or treat themselves before the end of the month? (laughs) That's right. Head over to teachingonthedouble.com slash store and grab your 2022-2023 digital planner before it's gone. So the second component is to set intentions. And this is where you're going to choose your focus for the month. And this depends on what's going on for that month and what your goals are going to be. So some some examples might be that you might be really school focused and this tends to be like August and September when you're just getting started with the school year, you're going to put a lot more energy and time and focus into making sure that you're ready to go for the beginning of the school year. Other months might be more family focused. For example, November, December, I try to be more focused with my family, doing things with my kids, trying to build in those traditions and incorporate some elements that allows me to just bring everybody together. So I'm not putting as much attention onto school because I'm trying to put my attention somewhere else, which Michelle, this brings me back to that whole idea of like balance, Mm -hmm. right? Like I can't do both at the exact same time. Mm -hmm. There is just no way. There are going to be some months where I know that I need to put more attention with my family. Therefore, I need to plan in advance so that I can do that. Exactly. It's all about being proactive. And I think having this monthly routine where you're not only looking at the month ahead, but maybe you're even peaking like two or three months down the line. So you know what you have to do now to set yourself up for success later and it's going to help you get those big goals, you know, and those big projects set up mm-hmm. so you can actually achieve them. And we thought it would be helpful if we shared some, you know, big projects or goals going on in our lives that aren't necessarily school related because even though this whole like monthly routine, it is about setting yourself up for success in the classroom, but it's also about being able to do things in your personal life because that shouldn't go to the wayside, right? Exactly. So and- Oh, go ahead. ahead. (laughs) Bridge is just, she is on a roll today. Um, So I will start out with a personal example. I power lift, and this is something I've kind of talked about before. And I've competed in one meet so far. And for my first meet, I think I did very, very well. But I have much bigger goals of what I want to accomplish in the sport. When it comes to athletics, I feel like I've always been good, not great. And I I want to be great at powerlifting. Mm -hmm. So I'm competing... October 15th, which is actually the day after my birthday. So right now I'm basically four weeks out. And honestly, for the past four weeks, so we're looking at a span of like two months here total, my life has been revolving around powerlifting. And when you go into a meet and you're prepping for a meet, 
as you get closer, your workouts get more and more intense until about a week out and then you kind of drop off and you have easier workouts. So my workouts have been taking a long time. And then not only do I have my workouts at the gym, but I come home and I have to foam roll and stretch and use the Theragum, which is like a percussion massager. And I'm doing that like three times a day. So that's another like hour out of my day. And like my whole life is revolving around that. But I kind of set up my schedule so that I could spend the second half of August, September, and the first half of October really dedicating myself to this. So I got a lot of my projects and things done back in July and August in order to create this flexibility. And Bridget, I know you've had a really big project going on. I can't even with my project. I, and by the way, I'm just so proud of you because I feel like she has really been busting her butt to make sure that she could dedicate this time to powerlifting. So very proud of you. Just wanted to put that out there. (laughs) Thank you. Um, But my example is going to be my house. So as you guys know, we've been going through bathroom renovations. It has officially started. We've been in it now for three full weeks Mm. going on to the fourth week. So with a house renovation or or anything that's like home renovation, I feel as though things go wrong. (laughs) Constantly, constantly, especially when you're dealing with a very old home. So a lot of what's been happening is I'm not in my routine. We are living at the cottage at my in-laws. And so that's been challenging. I told Michelle, like I go home and it's like, I'm not really home. Like Mm -hmm. I don't have a routine. I don't really get any work done because I feel like I have to socialize with with my in-laws. And then, you know, my I have one kid staying with my in the main house. I have another kid staying with the in the cottage with us, which adds another kind of challenging factor Mm -hmm. in there because I don't have all my family in one little area. Um, And then on top of that, like every time I get out of school, I have to drive to the house, go in and check on the guys because they start making decisions without you. And it's like, but wait a second, I didn't confirm that that's what I wanted. Like don't make decisions and buy things without checking with me because this is kind of that design element that I love so much. And it's like, I want to be very meticulous with the things that I purchase and put into place here. Plus, things have been going wrong. (laughs) Things have been breaking. Michelle, it's coming. I'll tell you later. But things have been breaking. (laughs) It's been horrible. Um, And so that has really just consumed my life here you know, in every area Mm -hmm. because I'm getting text messages. I'm getting pictures, things that are sent to me during the school day. I'm getting phone calls. And it's like, I know I need to be dedicating time at school, but I'm really, really struggling because I have to do so much here at the house. Yeah. And I think what's important in these moments is to remember that it's temporary. You know what I mean? It's not going to last forever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's true for so many of those things that kind of come up and consume our lives for a month, two months, whatever period of time. I know when Bridget and I were in grad school, it was a very similar thing. We had to kind of pivot and really dedicate ourselves to spending time on our assessments, which were our classes, because otherwise like we weren't going to get through it. And especially with our grad school, it was self-paced. So you could very easily kick the can down the road if you weren't ready to deal with it, but then that would just come back to bite you later. So yeah. We want you to think about setting your intentions for the month almost like a resolution. It's going to help you stay grounded. It kind of gives you like a why to come back. Mm -hmm. And I've recently heard if you don't have a why, you lose your way. And I really Mm -hmm. like that because I think when you get overwhelmed and, and 
it's been going on for a while and you kind of lose sight of the light at the end of the tunnel, you have to come back to that why. Now, this could be as simple as one word or maybe a short phrase, a quote, etc. But we really do recommend writing it down. I know I've been going for walks lately and I'll just think of little like almost motivational phrases, but just kind of reminders to myself surrounding like powerlifting and what I want to achieve. And I've started just writing them down in the notes app so that as I get closer to my meet, when I start having those moments of doubt, I can go in and reread it. And it's like a little love letter to myself. (laughs) That's cute. I really like that. So we want you to consider surrounding yourself with those little reminders, just like Michelle is kind of surrounding herself with those thoughts to help her with her meat. And some ways that you can do this is just write it down on a sticky note, put it around the house. You can change your lock screen on your phone. I know Michelle has a fantastic lock screen that is like her personal reminder to her intentions for every single day. You can listen to podcasts related to that topic. There are just so many ways that you can really incorporate incorporate that um, into your everyday life to help you stay reminded and grounded with your intentions. Yeah. And if you're wondering what my lock screen is, it is a just a white background with black text that says work hard, stay humble. And I love it. Okay, moving on to the third component that we believe you should have as a part of your monthly routine, and that is determining your projects. You've heard us already mention, like when you pick out your projects, you pick out your goals. Well, this has to come after you consult your calendar and after you set those intentions, because that's gonna help you choose the right project. You really wanna choose projects that are going to help you reach your goals. Now, you're probably wondering, okay, but how many projects am I allowed to choose? Like, is it mm. is it five? Is it one? Use common sense, okay? We can't tell you because every situation is different. Some projects are huge and they might take the whole month or even multiple months. Like we mentioned grad Mm -hmm. school. That's a great example of that. But other projects are smaller and they can maybe be squeezed into smaller chunks of time. So think Goldilocks and just find that happy medium. If you feel overwhelmed, you've probably taken on too many projects. If you find yourself bored, which I don't think happens very often for any of us, but (laughs) if it does, you probably can take on some extra projects. And then once you identify the projects that you are going to focus on for the month, you want to break down the projects. And what we mean by this is you need to list out all of the tasks and here's the kicker, the date that you want them to be done by. If you don't really have a date because this is something that you are kind of doing off on the sign, still put some form of a date on it because if not, you're gonna always just push it back, push it back, or you're gonna end up having all of these tasks due at one particular time, which is gonna help you feel, it's gonna cause you to feel overwhelmed. This is gonna help keep you on track so that you don't end up getting behind. Now. We do have a free project planning organizer. You can head to www.teachingonthedouble.com forward slash 007 to grab that project planning organizer. It's like 007, you know that reference? Uh, Like the movie? Yeah, uh, yeah, close enough. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And then also when you were like, push it back, push it back, it made me think of like cheerleading, like push it way back, you know, like when they're pushing the defense back. Oh, I thought you were going to go push it real good. Oh, well, that too. Okay. Okay, um, Talking about getting back on track. 
So when you are doing this, make sure again, you're not biting off more than you can chew. So if you have multiple projects, spread them out so you're not getting Mm -hmm. overwhelmed and also be realistic with yourself and what you can accomplish. So with Bridget's house project, you know, she's making decisions. And I know even before it started, she had to like pick out all of this stuff, but she's not the one in there, like breaking up the tile day to day. So she can be doing other things, but she has to remember that she feels stressed during this time and she's not at home and her routine is disrupted. So those are all elements that you have to kind of keep in mind. If a project ends early, which I'm laughing because Bridget's house project is definitely not one that is ending early. It is not. (laughs) But sometimes they do. Like sometimes you get things done ahead of schedule. You can then reevaluate and choose a new project. It might be helpful to keep a list of like future projects or project ideas Mm -hmm. that you possibly want to get done in your phone or in a Google Doc somewhere you can reference it. That way, when it's time to pick a new one, you just look at that list and you're like, oh, it's great. But if a project takes longer than expected, Bridges House Project, it's okay (laughs) to bump back other projects on your calendar and go, you know what? I need to be flexible. We'll work on that next month or even two months down the line. Every situation is different, but don't feel bad or guilty or feel like you're not doing enough if things have to get, get pushed back. That's life. It's going to happen. Yeah, for sure. And you're going to have to prioritize a lot of those projects too, mm-hmm. um, which I think is something we didn't really touch on. But you could say like, I have, here's a list of these three projects. You know, project number two is going to be the one that I need to get done first. Yep. So that if I do get behind, I could always push the other ones back and not feel guilty about it. And a lot of times those projects are the ones we don't really want to do. Yeah, <laughs> so it's yeah. easy to just kind of push them back, but <laughs> push them back. Anyway, then when you get it done, you feel so much better. And I feel like that leads to more productivity later. Yeah, I don't get that reference, Michelle. I don't get it. Well, like cheerleaders, um, like old sideline cheerleaders when, you know, I cheered when I was like seven or eight. But when when your team is on defense, so the other team is moving up the field, Mm -hmm. you want to push them back. Like you don't want them to keep going toward oh, the end thank zone. thank you for thank you for the hand example <laughs> yes. because I'm sitting here watching her and she's like showing me the teams moving <laughs> is that was super helpful I'm a visual learner guys what can I say <laughs> all oh, right boy. so the fourth uh piece to uh, this monthly routine is going to be to set up your to-do list now this is all about having one list of everything you need to get done for the month. If you're ending up separating your lists, that's like separating your life. Guys, you only got one life. You need one list to put it all together. (laughs) So each week you're choosing from the tasks to focus on and then accomplish. Think of this as your power list. And we've talked a lot about the power list, but your power lists are going to be those three tasks that you want to accomplish during the day. Now, could you accomplish more? Absolutely you can, but these are going to be the three most important pieces that you need to get done that day. And then you're going to start with the tasks from your project. Any, um, you can add any of these tasks for upcoming events. So getting plates for the party, doing readings for a meeting, etc. putting those onto your calendar so that you can have those reminders set and you're constantly aware of what's going to be coming up as you're progressing through the week. 
So this should be a huge brain dump opportunity. And I mean, you're sitting down, you're thinking about, okay, well, here are all the tasks that I have for my projects. Here are some of those like one-off little tasks that I need to be getting done for that day. And then you're organizing your list. And so when you do this brain dump and you have a list, very long list, by the way, (laughs) of all the things you have to get accomplished for the month. It will probably leave you feeling overwhelmed, but we want you to look at this from another perspective. By getting this brain dump and knowing everything you have to accomplish, it's going to help you spread out your to-dos over the month in a realistic way. However, we do want to caution you because you could fill up that to-do list with so many little things and you're like, oh, well, every Sunday I go grocery shopping and every Sunday Bridget and I meet together. We really believe that this list should be separate from your recurring tasks each month. Don't let those tasks that you know you have to do, they're even like habitual. You don't think about it. Like I just get up Sunday mornings and I meet Mm -hmm. with Bridget. Don't let those clog up your to-do list. Those should just be part of your routine. So for example, lesson planning is something most likely you're doing every single week. You may be able to get ahead further and maybe it's a once a month type of thing, but regardless, it's habitual. It's something you do over and over again. So have a checklist for those tasks you have to complete, whether it's making copies or creating slides, filling out your lesson planner, et cetera, and then just repeat it each time. If you're curious, we do recommend going back and listening to episode 141, which is titled Lesson Planning 101, How to Plan More Lessons in Less Time. That's going to give you kind of a step-by-step process for lesson planning, and that may help you develop that checklist. So as you were talking about, you know, the things that we have that are reoccurring in our life, it made me think about like, let's say um, we're trying to get Blaney back into swimming, right? And on those days when I know that Blaine is going to have swimming after school, my life is really, really busy. I might have planning that day that I try to do during my special. I may not have a special. I know, guys, my whole schedule is a hot mess. But um, those days... I may not have a really big power list or I might try to be more intentional with my power list and put small items that I Mm -hmm. know I can get done within like 10 or 15 minutes. I'm not going to put something that's going to take me hours to be able to complete because Wednesdays are going to be really, really busy days for me. There's no way that I'm going to have that time to do it. Yep. I love that. It's definitely something you have to be strategic about and it gets easier over time. Yeah. You know what I mean? It you does. just have to start implementing it. So if this is something you want to start doing on a monthly basis, we highly recommend checking out our digital planners. Just let us put our little plug in. Okay. Mm-hmm. Our digital planners do have a monthly planning page. And on that planning page, you have a spot for your focus. That's your intentions that we mentioned. You have a spot to list important dates. So as you go through your calendar, Mm -hmm. you can list them there. You have a spot to list your to-dos. You can also take notes. And then a separate page in the digital planner is also a project planning template. So as you decide on your projects, you can use the project planning template to be able to plan those out. Now keep... Oh, go oh, ahead. I was going to be my, sp- I was going to be the spoiler. I love how I'm trying to interrupt Michelle. It's like, all right, I'm ready. I'm well, going in. T- I would just t- like to say <laughs> when Bridget, Bridget will do like six bullets and then I just did one bullet. She's like, I'm ready. I'm just send so me sorry. in. I will stay quiet. You finish. I'm just going to sit here. Okay. I will do the call to action. You do you. You take us home, honey. Okay. Okay. <laughs> We really do love each other, I swear. Okay, 
keep in mind this month, October, is the last month to grab the 2022-2023 school year planners that run from July to June. At the beginning of November, we are releasing the 2023 digital planners that go from January to December. So if you're wanting a quote unquote school year planner and during the U.S. and your school year goes from July to June, Mm -hmm. this is the last month to grab it. You can head over to our store at teachingonthedouble.com slash store. But as you establish what your monthly routine is going to be, you then need to choose a time. When are you going to do this? Whether that's the last Sunday of the month, the first day of the month, find something that works for you and your schedule. Create a recurring checklist of tasks to complete. So when you sit down to complete your monthly routine, what all are you doing? Create a checklist. You can store that checklist in your digital planner or in an app like Google Keep where you can then like reset the checklist and consider going to like a coffee shop or just out of the house, maybe or even a different spot in the house, just something to kind of make it a little bit more fun and something that you look forward to. Bridget, would you like to close us out? <laughs> I would love to, Michelle. Thanks for tagging me in. <laughs> um, so we would love for you guys to check out our website as you're there looking at the planners. We have a TSH section where we would love to hear what is your time sucking hurdle. We promise you guys we look at this TSH. We, uh, we have this TSH to kind of help us guide us in what are we going to be sharing for the next month's podcasts. So please let us know what is your time sucking hurdle. We would also love for you to subscribe to the podcast so that you can get notified when we drop our next episode, which is on Thursday mornings. And please make sure to leave us a review over on iTunes. It really does help us get into the ears of so many other teachers. And we just love hearing from your comments. Like we like to hear from you guys. So until next time, be timely, stay organized and be productive. Bye bye. See ya.